Welcome to the Understanding Project Management Discussions podcast. I'm Dave Barrett. My guest today is Syed Aman. Syed has a diverse background in areas such as program and project management, strategic planning, and production operations management. His experience includes the avionics, healthcare, and technology industries, and he holds his project management professional and Lean Six Sigma Black Belt Professional designations. He is also an Associate Professor of Project Management at Conestoga College. Our topic today is one of the more technical areas of project management, earned value management. Through our discussion, Syed highlights the advantages of using this methodology, the prerequisites needed to implement it in an organization, and the types of projects where it may be used effectively. Please welcome Syed Aman. Hi, Syed. How are you doing? I am well. How are you doing, Dave? Oh, nice to good. see you. Yeah, nice to see you too. It's been a it's been a while. So, um, so our topic for today is, you know, I was thinking a, a couple of weeks ago about earn value management, and you know, sometimes it's it's a it's a key topic. It's a it's a it's a you know really robust topic of project management, but not everyone does it. So what I did is, is put a call out to, hey, is there anybody in, in, in our organization, the, 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 um, the faculty group that have performed earned value management? And Syed, you mentioned you had. So I thought it was really a, an interesting um, you know, con- uh, topic for us to talk about, well, how do you use it? You know, it's, it's fairly technical, it's fairly exacting and so on. So I wanted to get kind of a, a real life view of that. So. So anyways, that's our topic for today. So with that, I just want to throw it over to you and just sort of say, you know, can you first of all sort of give us sort of a general lay of the land of, you know, what, uh, how have you kind of generally used it and, you know, um, uh, you know, sort of, sort of give us a little bit of background on, on earn value management. Sure, no problem. Okay, so a bit of a background. So um, before I actually started using earned value management, so uh, as a project manager um, in the organization that I was actually working for, it was very, it's engineering based, very research based, and we're doing a whole bunch of projects. So um, we had essentially were uh, managing the performance of our projects um, by comparing the plan versus actual. So with that method, uh, we could easily be on time, but we may have overspent, you know, uh, according to our plan. Um, but that was something uh, in the absence of earned value management was was sort of hidden. So I had the opportunity to um, to move into this uh, organization in, in Canada, which is really globally renowned, uh, Bombardier Aerospace, where they actually had a formal cor- corporate project management office. So they had things very, very structured. So, you know, project management, program management, portfolio management. So, and that's where, you know, we've seen how effective this earned value management concept was when it comes to uh, reviewing the performance of the, the project or a program or a portfolio. So, uh, and that really opened up my eyes because when we look at earned value, you know, you are actually reviewing the project performance against the scope also, the, the cost and the time, which was very, very different because initially it was about the, the cost and the time. Here, you know, you really wanted to actually see the authorized budgeted value of the work that you have successfully completed to date on your project, which was 
which was very, very, you know, different. And that's where, you know, what it just opened up for us. So, um, so yeah, so earned value management was the concept that was uh, introduced to me, like, 10 years literally into my project management. But um, once we started actually going through, you know, the approach and we'll talk about that later, um, it was like, I mean, uh, there is, to me, uh, there's never, I never look back on that, right? Because now it makes sense, you know, you know, uh, and uh, and this is where I've actually seen that, you know, truly it actually generates that value, you know? Right. So what, what do you need as prerequisites for it? Like the, you know, how, and, and I and I think the you know you need to have a I think a pretty good schedule uh, you know developed and a baseline. Do you not, or or is that sort of a misconception? No, you are absolutely right. So the prerequisite is whether you know use MS Project or or Eclipse or Primavera, you actually need a project management tool that captures your resources, and you have to effectively allocate those resources. But it doesn't actually stop there because when you're talking about earned value management, and uh, when you're actually working on projects where you have res, and if it's a matrix type environment where you've got resources, you know it's a hybrid approach. You know you've got resources all over the place within different functions. You actually have to have a resource pool. And that's where, you know, in our case with Bombardier, we actually had what we call, we had used MS Project, but we actually had MS Project portfolio management uh, add-on to it. So whereby all of the resources essentially for that organization were kept there. And, you know, project engineering group would allocate resources. So it was an allocation exercise first and, and making sure that, you know, you actually keep up with your, so you have to actually update your project plan. You have to be on top of it all the time. Otherwise, you know, uh, it will just not make sense, right? So you're absolutely right. So you had to have a structure in place. Uh, so a process, structure, processes, and that delivered the outcome, right? So the, there were those were the two prerequisites. So having the right tool and having to know what are the processes in place. What, how do how does the organization manage the resources? You know, where do you go about asking for the resources? When do you actually update them? And that's how it actually worked. And and for that reason, we actually needed that governing body, the corporate project management office, that has the oversight of essentially all of the the projects that were happening in that organization. Right. So, so if you're looking to get into to earn value, so one of the prerequisites, then what you need to do is you need to you you need to use a a a you know a, a robust project management scheduling tool, an MS project at the minimum, but you know if not bigger and better, as well as mm -hmm. it sounds like you need to commit to you know developing all activities, assigning resources, keeping them up to date. Like you you can't like if it. You know, if I can, if I can sort of play back your your words, is is you can't sort of say, well, you know, I'll kind of keep it kind of up to date, and you know, I don't put all the resources on all of them. It's just sort of understood. If you do that, it's it's going to be the classic garbage in, garbage out. Is it? Is it not? You are absolutely right, Dave. You're absolutely right. And so, if I actually reflect back, like you know. Um, uh, Again, uh, looking at my uh, my experience at Bombardier Airspace, the two things which I felt that was really done well was, you know, in the during the planning phase, you know, the the whole con the concept pre -con pre inception development of the business case, you know, running through that whole journey into the charter and the project plan. So once the project plan was actually defined, you knew exactly what was the budget, you know, your baseline budget, which included obviously some of your 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 reserves in there, but that was it. So your balance uh, BAC, your balance, uh, your budget at completion was there. So 
that was something that you know you'd use for your your earned value you know so you had to really make sure that the budget that was allotted to you it's what you're working towards right and and that's one of the reason why as you go through month over month you know looking at your earned value you had to actually look at what what are your your etcs eacs and then come up with the, with the new budget um, if you need to uh, through the change management process so the whole application of those project management concept which we which we actually teach here the the change management you know uh, the earned value that uh, that's how I actually saw it. that was the only place uh, you know for me as a starter where I've actually seen that in play and boy oh boy you know what for sure it it really kept you on 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 top of the game all the time because you're essentially up against different project managers you know who may be actually delivering the project with a better CPI with a better SPI so you know now like a, a CPI of a 1.1 was no longer you know a good thing right because you are now up against you know your other colleagues who may be actually delivering at a 1.2 or a 1.3 right so it was right. sort of um, was a different different game you know once you get going on that yes yeah so CPI cost performance index and and SPI scheduled performance, performance index, index. Yeah. And those are ratios that are created that so yeah, those are, um, you know, within the, uh, one of the values I see of earned value is, is, you know, of many, but is that ability to, you know, be able to come up with a measure that's simple, you know, like in the end, like there, there's a giant funnel of, 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 of information, this massive calculations are going on based on many, many activities and so on. But you can come up with a CPI, a cost performance index, which will say if, you know, say 1.2, like you were saying, or 1.1. And that is actionable then, you know, that's saying, hey, if you continue on the on the path you're going, you're going to in, be going higher than your budget, right? So, so it, it seems like that there's a there's almost a kind of a simplicity in the end, you know, of action versus one of the problems with projects that I've been involved in is there, there's there's 200 things going on, 100 of them are positive, and you know, 50 of them are neutral and then 50 are, are, are negative. And, and how do you ever, you know, how, how do you weight those? And that, that's what I see as, as earned value is attempting to do that. You, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, it really, um, because, you know, those, uh, the, the, the concept of earned value and, the, you know, the, 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 the different measures that we actually have within, it really, you know, what uh, highlight, you know, or keep a close pulse on things that you need to actually really monitor. And, you know, once we're actually doing it consistently across different projects, you know, it, it becomes very, very easy to, to look at what are the things that you need to monitor to escalate or to perhaps, you know, what add on to your risk register, you know, and, and perform your qualitative, quantitative analysis. And like you said, you know what, coming up with the, the plans thereafter, whether preventative plans or corrective action plans. So it, that's the beauty. Like, I mean, it actually gives you, it's a mechanism that really helps you really uh, look at those things, you know? So like I said, in the absence of that, you know, uh, we were managing projects, uh, you know, in other organizations and we felt that we were actually doing good. But, you know, uh, again, you know, when you get into this whole game of earned value, you know, it's, it's very, very different. Uh, it, it really challenges you to to think outside the box to see exactly what, how would you go about, you know, uh, approaching things, knowing that you're actually in front of the sponsors and they will be asking you these questions and and you, and, and and you have to really, you know, deliver the answer, you know. How big do you think you need? Like you're you're the the um, the, the organization you're you're describing, you know, builds 
you know, jet airplanes amongst other things, I believe, but I'll, you know, from what I know of the organization, they build big things, right? So big budgets, massive, you know, the, the downside risk of, of, of that is, it's gotta be enormous. So, you know, the investment in a fairly complex, you know, a, a undertaking like earned value seems to be to make sense, but is there, do you, do you think there's a point where if you go a smaller, simpler project, could you get to the point where you say, you know what, it's too much overhead for us? Like, is is there some break-even point uh, that you sense on this, or 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 is it sort of, you know what, any you know, ultimately any project could use it if you if you wanted? Yeah, no, uh, I think that's uh, that, that's I think that's a, that's a fair point. I think you, yeah, we need to really look at you know. Uh, the, the whole concept of the the EEF and OPAs, the the enterprise environmental factors, you know, the culture of the organization, because earned value actually requires a discipline, right? So um, when we're talking about earned value management and being able to really report onto it and actioning it, you know, you need to be able to really have other functions uh, completely aligned. So in our case, you know, if you talk about earned value, finance have to be completely aligned with, you know, what they have actually budgeted for that and and holding you accountable month over month through the project sponsor, you know, to deliver it, you know, and if we can't, then, you know, we go through a change management process to get more budget or otherwise, you know, look at, you know, maybe reducing the cost somewhere else. So, so uh, yes, for the smaller projects and whatnot, uh, again, looking at the culture of the, uh, the organization and the, the, the processes that they actually have, they may choose not to actually go because again, it does actually require a fair bit of work, you know, uh, either a project manager himself or having the administrators or, or, you know, expediters to actually support. So some organization may not be able to really afford that sort of overhead, right? So it's a, you know, you have to really weigh out whether it is going to to really deliver the value that you that you want to actually get out of uh, out of that, right? So, but with the, with the organization of our type, because we were again building jets, so. So I was primarily responsible for avionics suite, but you know we had colleagues who were responsible for the structure. Some were actually responsible for the power plant, which were the engines, right? So everybody was after that that money because you know we were working on a corporate jets, and those corporate jets were actually owned by, <clears throat> excuse me, those um, millionaires and billionaires, and that's what that was. Those were their toys, right? So they wanted all different bells and whistles. So uh, our projects were more like you know what, hey, adding this feature on to them because Nikki Lotta wants it, or John Travolta wants something else, you know, on his. Uh, on his aircraft. So, you know, everybody was after that pool of money to actually make certain changes, you know, so whether it was aerostructure for power plant or avionics. So, so in that case, you know, it made sense because they were able to really look at the business cases to really see, you know, what, what is your NPI, the return on investment, you know, and based on that, they would actually assign budget and hold you true to that. So it made sense for, for the organization where I was coming from, you know, it was not the, uh, the culture there to actually look at things from the earned value perspective. It was very simple as uh, we call them uh, gross margins and contribution margins, you know, looking at, you know, what your revenues were against the expenses, you know, that was it. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I agree with you and in, in around the culture of you have to say, is this a culture that can support this? And if it, if it isn't, how can we get there? That might be an objective to say, well, if we can bring some additional project management structures in place, the ability to track costs. And so, I mean, if you can't track your costs, you're not going to, it's not going to work well in, in that sort of thing. So you need all that foundation in place. Um, just as we're talking, I'm trying to imagine for a moment, 
uh, being able to call up a, 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 a company that makes jets and tell them what features I'd like on my jet. I'm just, I just had a moment where we're talking of, yeah, you know what, <laughs> that's, that's a little, maybe something that won't happen, but, but, uh, um, but yeah, on earned value, that's something that I've talked to, to students. When, I, when I've taught this in the past, um, I've said, you know, you may or may not be in an organization in the future that uses earned value. You may, especially in engineering disciplines. I've, I've taught to uh, in, within engineering degrees, and there's a high possibility they could, um, but not necessarily. And, and, but, but I, what I've said to them is, even if you don't, one of the things I really like about earned value management, if you really kind of look at the what's underneath it, like kind of the basic things, is you're determining something called the earned value, which is, as you mentioned before, I think the, the, the value of the work that you've completed. And you're comparing that, you know, this is very gross, simplified terms, you're comparing that to what you plan the value to be as of this point in time. That's one of the measures. Then there's the actual mm -hmm. cost and so on. But, you know, that is a, that's a good frame of mind to be in, whether, whether you cal do actual calculations or not, just that basis of, of as, a, as a project manager, always saying to yourself, well, this is where we said we would be. This is where we are. And comparing those two, that's a, that, that's a, that's a good frame of mind to be in. You know, so yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know the the underlying the, the underlying concepts of earned value, I think, are 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 you know pretty to me pretty intuitive if you if you really look at it. That if you're you're doing that, and if you if you uh, have if you have earned more value than you planned, that's a good thing. You are ahead of schedule at that point. You know? Exactly, exactly. And those are the moments where you really want to actually really showcase, right? Because again, in, in very mature organizations, you know, uh, project managers, you know, they are actually building their brand. So they are really after how best they can actually deliver the value in, in the, in as, as less time, you know, with the, you know, with the, with the budget to spare, because they would want to be, you know, with the, um, be perceived as one of those folks, you know, what who would actually get these type of projects. Again, in, in an organization such as Bombardier, that was the culture where, you know, uh, you know, colleagues competed against each other to get as many business cases approved. That was their sort of, you know, competition and how best you actually deliver on the NPVs, you know, and uh, and they've actually, we've seen that how some project managers were able to actually, you know, what pick up those, um, uh, those very, um, uh, high level, very high profile type of projects because you know they have had the 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 the, the whole uh, portfolio to actually support that, right? So uh, they had a good track record. So it's it it really is like I mean you know uh, I mean it's it's very very interesting. Uh, it um, it really opens up you know your your mind in terms of you know how you look at things and. Um, and it's, it's ever so evolving too. Like, I mean, you know, with the, you know, there are many, many more uh, measures that are now actually coming up uh, where, where people are actually looking at uh, how best they can capture the, the value of their projects, you know, some more on a qualitative, some more on the quantitative basis as well. So uh, we are going to definitely see, you know, what, how uh, things would actually evolve in this area as well, because there's a fair bit of work that's actually happening there. Right. I can, I can see where it'd be useful to have those numbers. I've been in meetings with, with, um, you know, project sponsors and, and management, and, and they'll 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 be looking at you saying, "Are we going to be there?" You know, eight months from now, we're doing a conversion of our systems or whatever it may be. We are betting a lot of money on this. Are you going to be there? And 
you know, that is tests the internal, you know, fortitude of, <laughs> of the PM to kind of say, yeah, I think so. But if you kind of say, yeah, I think, think so. That's not, that's not good. That's not a, that's not a good confidence builder. So you, you know, will say something, you'll say, yes, we will be there. And then you'll, you know, be sweating inside and go back and try to figure out how you're exactly. going to go. You know, not not that earned value is a magic. You know, it's not it's, it's not magic, but it, but at least you know there there's something scientific to it that you can say. Well, based on the numbers, based on our experience of the ver- the first thirty five percent of the project, this is this is the trend line, and this is you know ten, trend lines tend to maintain themselves and so on. So I can see where that'd be useful. Um, yeah. What, what do you say to, you know, what would you say to an organization where you get pushback? You know, like if, if you were trying to, if you were, you know, striking up a PMO in a, in a new organization, you're just hired into an organization, they've never done EVM, you know, you're going to probably have a bunch, some project managers and so on that said, ah, you know, that kind of, we try, it's, it's hocus pocus, we're not going to do it. So what, what do you say to that? Yeah, like, uh, you know what, when I was actually walking into the VA, I was actually going with the mindset, I'm like, why do we really need this and whatnot, right? But uh, to, to be honest with you, uh, I think it's um, it's a flavor that, you know, people have to really experience. And you got to actually let them pilot or, you know, you actually get them involved with, with the pilot project where they actually get to experience this. You know, where, you know, these type, the, the, like, as you were actually mentioning, the sponsor and, and other key stakeholders may ask this question about how confident are you that we'll be able to actually deliver this, right? So rather than actually just um, giving them an answer about, you know, we think or we're confident, you know, you you actually show them how logically you have actually come up with, you know, uh, with your your forecasted budget that will actually get us to the the value that we're actually trying to get out of uh, the, the project, right? So those are the type of things that that you know um, we actually have to showcase that you know through baby steps, you know, piloting that project and getting those people involved and showcasing that, you know, and and really being able to actually have that sort of governance in where, you know, the right type of questions are asked, right? And the right type of actions are taken too, because (laughs) I've actually also seen too in some organizations where like we're doing all of this, but no no tangible actions are taken. And that is where, you know, you ask yourself, why are we putting ourselves through that, right? So, um, so yeah, so uh, I guess the, the, the answer to that from my perspective would be, you know, um, really sh- show them how to actually do this, get them piloted on it, and, uh, and really be open to the, 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 the constructive feedback. Because, you know, uh, often sometimes, you know, uh, if, if I am actually new to the organization, I may not really um, appreciate, again, the, the culture or the other organizational processes, which may hinder in our ability to do that. So, uh, so people may be a little bit jaded about certain concepts being introduced for a very valid reason, right? So that's why, you know, maybe piloting it and being open to the feedback receiving it, uh, that may actually help us in, in tweaking it. Because uh, like I said, you know, uh, earn value in certain organization, uh, even having a PMO, it, it doesn't work well because, you know, there is that, there's not that culture where people would actually action it or, or hold people accountable to. But in that case, you know what, it, it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. How does it coexist with, you know, the, the, Lots of excitement, lots of interest in agile uh, methodologies and so on. How does earn value management, you know, coexist with that environment? Or is it just, is it something where we, you know, um, it, it's, it's reserved for those applications, you know, like building a jet, for instance, which is, you know, likely 
a fair bit of waterfall is is being used you know there's probably yeah. agile aspects of the software development of the you know um so i think there, there's probably interfaces but but i would think that the um process i, I i've never been on a project to build a jet <laughs> but, I, but i would think that there's a fair bit of that it's a fairly deterministic schedule that that is put in place so so you know so how does agile and, and EV, evm uh, coexist in the world yeah actually that's a that's a great question in fact you know just before i had actually left the organization um, because i was i mentioned that i was actually looking out for the avionics and avionics is you know uh, aviation electronics so it actually had hardware but it also actually had a lot of software so the flight management system actually ran on the entire software so we were actually developing a software and that software had to actually undergo red labels you know so and then you know a full full um software um simulation through platforms and then the the flight test vehicle and so on and so forth so that was a pure software development agile project too so when it comes to you know uh, the flight management system so there we have actually seen it so we actually had you know uh, uh, a very good scrum uh, so we would actually you know have our sprints and we would actually have different activities that would actually undergo the sprints but you know at the same time our project engineering group would monitor the costs associated to it so when it comes to earn value it was no different you know each work package actually had resources assigned to it you know whether it was through a waterfall and in this case it was more of a sprint right so you have the cost and you have the resources that are assigned to it and you really monitor it you know what um, exactly as the same way that you were actually monitoring the other costs but the only difference was that you were actually using a very different tool for that right so ms project wasn't the one that we were actually using in that case but that whole concept of earned value still existed in in that project of ours you know uh and that was the, the software development so to answer your question yes so, so agile project management uh does use earned value and we've seen that happen and uh, the approach in, in our case was no different. I'm sure they've actually evolved uh, since then. And this is back in 2015. So it's been a while, you know, so things right. have been evolving. But yeah. Right, right. Um, is there is there um, any instances where you could say, you know, um, either, you know, thank goodness we had earned value that really saved us on this one or or, or is there any where you say, oh, it didn't, didn't, it, you know, even it couldn't see something coming? Is there, is there any sort of success stories or, or not so much that, that you can draw upon? Yeah, I would say that not so much, right? Because uh, in, in our case, with the, um, uh, with the, the, the software, the flight management system software, um, because, um, uh, you know, so, um, undergoing through different sprints, not delivering to expectations, still having a lot of bugs and whatnot. So there was a fair bit of rework and whatnot. So earn value actually really helped us a lot because, you know, we could easily showcase that, you know, our, our budget at completion was as such, or we're not actually generating the value from the, from what we have actually, you know, what, um, uh, contribute in terms of the effort, right? So we actually needed more money. How much do we actually need? You know, so all of that, we were able to actually do that methodically through earned value calculation to say that, hey, it's no longer 15 million that we're after now because of these reasons, we now actually need 15.4 million, right? So, and we were able to really methodically through mathematics or arithmetic, we're able to actually show that. So from our perspective, you know, although it was not a, um, 
it was not a success story, but you know, it, it is a very good example of lessons learned as well as a very good experience that when things don't go as planned, you're able to really rationalize that, you know, not only by, you know, what, why things didn't work, but also in order for us to actually really fix this, this is what exactly we're going to need. So those earned value calculations, you know, those uh, coming up with the, the new ETC and then the, the, the VAC, the variance at completion, um, that really actually helped us, you know, within the, in getting the right type of budgets, you know, uh, afterwards from the sponsor. Yeah, I can see where that would be because I, I'm just imagining, you know, the the discussions and and you know, it it actually gave something to talk about other than you know this team isn't doing its job and this person deeper, you know, it depersonalizes it somewhat and and. You know, I mean, there may be performance issues and so on that would be separate from this, but sometimes, you know, issues can get derailed, you know, when we start getting into, you know, well, we're trying our best here and we're working hard and you get into all kinds of personal, you know, uh, you know, you're attacking, people feel attacked and so on. And, and then, you know, there, there's a retraction then from, from solving the problem versus, you know, and, and not that this makes it all go away, but but I can see where if you have your, you know, budget at completion or your estimated time to completion and it's saying, this is what the numbers are telling us, it diverts it away from, you know, um, you know, that, that it, it, it sort of makes it a sort of a third party that we can uh, you know, review that and therefore make the, the appropriate decisions. To me, there, there seems to be a goodness in that. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so just sort of in, in kind of review, if I was, you know, let, let, let's say I was running a, a running a, you know, I had my PMO, I was ahead of PMO, I really wanted to bring in, in, in uh, earned value. What would you say the three, what, I, what, what would you say would be a couple, you know, two or three things that I should really focus on in, in my org? Like, you know, what, what, what should I do to get it up and running? I, I want to do this, but I don't know where to start. What, what would you say? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's fair. So, um, I think the first and foremost, you know, uh, because this actually requires a, a structure to have in place, right? So in order for us to actually put a structure, uh, I think it's 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 a project management one-on-one, you know, so understanding your, your key stakeholders in this case and getting their buy-in. And in this case, you know, what you actually need a buy-in from all those folks, you know, the, the your, your finance folks, you know, who are going to be actually helping us giving that budget to all of your senior leadership team to be able to really, you know, sit and understand earned value and whatnot. And, and obviously with the structure and the governance that you would actually put in place, you have to really define the processes, right? So, uh, those are the two important things. Once we actually have a structure and processes in place, then actually having the right type of competent people uh, to be able to really showcase how effective the earned value management is, um, that's what actually generate the the outcome in my in my fair opinion. Um, and I'm actually saying it uh, from my experience as well. So uh, when I had actually left Bombard GA, I've actually left it for a healthcare institution where I was actually hired to establish a corporate PMO. And uh, one of the, the most challenging thing was the enterprise resource allocation piece, right? So in order for us to really do that well, uh, because we know that earned value actually, it actually, challenges you or forces you to effectively allocate resources to the assigned task so that you can really capture their cost. We needed to actually put together those structures. And where I actually started in at, at Hamilton Health Sciences, it was that, you know, really, you know, 
having a conversation with all of our C-suites, our CEO, COO, and CFO, and telling them, you know what, we need you onto this. You know, we need to put together a structure. You've actually hired a, a you know, a leader to actually deliver you a, a corporate project management office. We want your buy-in. We want these processes in place, and then start hiring the competent people and showcase the value of earned value management. Right. So, so yeah. Yeah, it's it's always it's it's always amazing. It comes down to you know um, you need the people and so on. You need the processes. You got to have all that done. But if you don't have top management support for this, it's just going to fall apart. You know, like if absolutely if top absolutely. management says this is important. You know, we want this information. We think it's important. Then you know that's there. So so good. Yeah, really good idea. I think to 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 start with there with that for sure. So. Um, uh, last question, would you say MS Project is a decent tool for it? If I, you know, I've learned MS Project, I, I haven't got into the other more advanced uh, ones. Would you would you say that that is at least a useful tool for, for if I wanted to base on it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know what, I wouldn't, in, in fact, you know what, having played with Eclipse from Primavera and among other ones as well, uh, Open Plan, you know what, still I would say MS Project is a very solid, sophisticated tool. And with the with the, with the the recent add-ons too, like, uh, I mean, uh, uh, like projects, sub-projects, you know, we actually cover that, you know, at, at, the, at the college uh, already. But, right. you know, once we actually looking at, you know, shared workbooks, shared, uh, you know, resources, you know, and your the ability to really extract that information and look at things at a program and portfolio level, you know, you can do all of that through, you know, MS project and the add on. So um, I would strongly, strongly support and advocate for, for MS project. hundred percent. Good. All right. Well, Zayed, thanks for your uh, insights into earn value. Obviously know a whole lot about it and have a wealth of experience. So thanks for sharing that with. Uh, it was my Dave. pleasure, Dave. And, uh, and thank you for actually having me and uh, look forward to actually having some more chats with you on different topics uh, yeah. on project management. Among sure. others. All, All right. right. Okay. Take it so, easy. Stay safe. Take care.